0: What is massive value? So I've been spending the last several years trying to figure out what it actually takes to get rich. And the thing that I've learned is you need to provide massive value to somebody in the world, right? And massive value, after spending so much time trying to figure out what does this mean Well, it's a transaction of a physical item or service, and the exchange has to be more substantial than your typical commodity, right? It's not like you're out there selling toothpaste, no. Unless you're the owner of massive, low-priced, high-volume items, no, we have to think bigger than that. So if I'm thinking about an individual, massive value you can provide it in a number of different ways i'm going to give you some examples which a lot of people on youtube aren't actually doing they're not giving you the answers they're just saying here's how to make ten thousand dollars a month and uh start a youtube channel but that's maybe not necessarily realistic especially when you could say that there's saturated markets so i'm going to show you what's actually in demand and always in demand and there's always a market for it no matter what changes happen to technology or whatnot so uh, you may have heard these as well right this might be a rehash of what other people have said but uh, i will say high ticket sales and we're talking items like yachts expensive houses maybe even mansions sports cars these are items that will never disappear right so if you're a yacht salesman you are making a significant amount of commission on each boat, and hey, you know what? That sounds maybe a little bit unrealistic to start if you don't have any experience with yachts. But you know, you could go to a yacht club or some sort of yacht business and say, "Hey, I'm going to double your revenues by calling X number of people every single week." Right? If you're that kind of personality, then great, you could do it. This is a great one for intro- for extroverts because. All you really have to do is talk, and there's a lot of people that are interested in that. Maybe yachts are a little bit too extreme. You could start with sports cars. There's no shortage of sports cars out there, and there's always that that class of people up at the top, the 1%, and they're always buying this stuff. So high-ticket sales will never disappear, right? not like a YouTube channel where mm, you could get banned or whatnot. So the experiences from doing high-ticket sales will set you up for life. Now, I'm personally not a sales, salesy type person, so it might not be the way to go for me. But I know there's a bunch of people out there that would be perfect in that arena. Next one would be high-ticket consulting. So maybe you know a very specific niche right you know all about uh, cats and dogs and you know how to you know how to sell like tons of toys for pets so you could go to a new pet store and consult with them on how to i don't know sell expensive items for pets I don't know. I'm just pulling this out of my hat right now, but uh, you can use your imagination, right? Consulting for I don't know business or life transformation or um, you're helping startups, right? High ticket consulting where the owner is going to pay you two thousand, four thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars just to speak with you for a few hours, right? So that's high ticket consulting. You need to be an expert. Now, I will also say that you need to have some sort of track record in that area. Because if you don't, I don't think you'll be successful as a consultant. It doesn't mean you have to have gray hair, but you do have to have a bit of a, "Mm, oh, wow, okay, this person clearly knows what they're doing, right? And if you don't have that, then it'll be tough to succeed. People will read through the BS. So... You got to be careful there, but all you need to do. Uh, there's a saying like, as long as you know more than than the person that you're talking to, then you can charge a significant amount of money, and as long as it solves a big problem. I'll get into problem solving later because I think that's important. Another thing I think is important in terms of massive value, and this is something that maybe a lot of people don't think about is your evoking a significant emotion or action anytime that you're talking about what it is you do. So uh, maybe you're creating something that's, that's very interesting and influential to people, such as maybe you're a musical artist, right? Musical artists, you've seen Justin Bieber. He makes, you know, north of $50 million a year, uh, Isn't that somebody to maybe consider? If you're a really talented musical artist and your music basically drives an emotion for a massive audience, right? Uh, You're helping people escape from the world. Maybe you're like a filmmaker, right? And you're helping people escape. That's tremendous value, that's massive value. People want to escape more than ever. And it's not slowing down. People want to get away from life. So they hop on YouTube and they watch videos endlessly. They go on Netflix and they watch things endlessly. They go on Spotify and they listen to music endlessly. Endless streams. And the musical artists who are able to alleviate stresses fears or to just make them happy for just that single moment that's tremendous value and although it's a very small piece right one song you might not think is a very valuable but it could have tremendous meaning for someone's life so that's what you have to look at now beyond the creative aspect of it you could be a fitness influencer you see a lot of that these days all you have to do is be in shape and showcase that because people find that valuable like oh wow how is that person so in shape how is that person so trim i want to get to that level that's all it takes and people will Try to figure out what sort of solution you have around that. Like how would you lose so much weight? People will pay for that. They'll pay for courses. Uh, another one, okay, maybe you don't have fitness or creativity, but what about motivational speaker? Again, you're evoking some sort of emotion. Usually, you're driving people to to take action in their lives. You're 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 sort of you're conjuring something up in people's minds. And it's a positive emotion. Or, I mean, motivational speaker could actually tug on your your negative uh, mindset and say, hey, here's how to get to be more positive. So maybe they focus on the bad things that are happening. But that maybe helps with a catalyst in terms of changing your life. So I use an example like Tony Robbins, who goes into these seminars and he charges for like a couple day seminar and people pay. And he sells out all the time. Or he might sit with somebody and he'll charge like $200,000 to change the sports team around. You see, these people are all out there. They're charging significant amounts of money. And people are paying in droves. So that's what you have to look at. What kind of massive value are you providing? Uh, Now, maybe let's not go so crazy. We've been talking about some crazy things, right? High ticket this, high ticket that. What about the STEM fields? Okay, That means engineers, scientists, uh, tech entrepreneurs. Uh, If you're a scientist curing a disease, maybe you're helping with some symptoms around cancer. That has tremendous value, massive value. If you're able to assist in helping someone live an extra couple of days because your solution has cured an aspect Uh, you're you're opening yourself up to tremendous value and uh, a huge payday at the end of the day tech entrepreneurs are constantly changing the world so anything you can dream of i'm sure the artificial intelligence space is a good one something to look at right so that this stem field science technology engineering mathematics although i put an asterisk around mathematics i don't necessarily think that's the field to get into i can't think of anyone super successful who has a mathematics degree but um you could certainly use that to maybe help with an entrepreneurship endeavor uh, So there's a lot there, right? And anyone can go and get one of these STEM degrees and they would be able to provide a lot of value. Now, engineers, they will not be giving as much value as say like a high ticket salesperson. A successful high ticket salesperson has no limits to how much they can make. Whereas an engineer, they're kind of capped. But if they're at the best in their field, then there is opportunity for them to make a lot of money Uh, I will expand engineering and the technology there because you can look at software engineers those people are making 200,000 plus per year and the reason why is because nobody knows how to properly code or program so companies are paying for these people with these very specialized experiences in technology, engineering, because there aren't as many people in that field. I will say that there are more people going in for engineering degrees than ever before because they're, we're encouraging coding and, and learning about computer science, so more people are getting into it than ever before. So that's something to consider. But there's, there's still a sky's the limit. Software developer? I mean, a lot of people don't know what they do, so they can basically name their price and make a lot of money. And if you're making $200,000 plus per year, it won't take long, a couple of years, and you can almost retire. So that's something to consider. You're able to provide that kind of value or knowledge. Next would be uh, you know, a field that I've been in for 10 years, like digital marketing in a now... I haven't been in any particular lucrative sectors per se, but um, the ones that I'm thinking of that are like super lucrative would be AI, artificial intelligence right now, AR, augmented reality, and then you also have a lot of health tech. So those, those types of industries, uh, a lot of general tech startups, could be really successful if if you're at the beginning of that that area right you're you're basically at the ground floor of that startup and you are providing tremendous value with that startup you can have stock options a little bit risky because it's not guaranteed that your marketing background will translate into massive success but marketing the reason why marketing can be tremendously valuable to companies is that you're very close to the revenues you're right there right next to sales and you can do it all behind a computer right digital marketing is is more of a science than ever before you need to have experiences and Online advertising, search engine optimization, social media, you have those skills. There are companies willing to pay significant management fees to you if you can go in and say, "Here's how you run the ads, and if you spend a thousand, I can get you generating 1500, per month." or whatnot. Like if you can pr- prove to a company that they should pay you, they will pay you it's it's a no-brainer, right? If a marketer can come in and really prove their worth and they really can in these sectors. First of all, no one's an expert in AI or AR. They're way too new. The way that they are today will be completely different than what they'll look like in a year or two from now. So, basically anyone could come in and if they're somewhat decent at digital marketing, they can really get a lot of value from the company. Uh, You can go in as a freelancer, right? You can go in as like a digital marketing freelancer and put together a package and say, here's this package, $1,000 a month will get you some email marketing services. $2,000 a month will get you the management of your ads in addition to email marketing. $3,000 per month will get you new sales funnels, and you build this package that's basically, um, you can scale that. You could bring in people to handle social media. There's another $1,000 a month social media management, right? As someone who's been on the other side, who's been an employee, who's gone through it all for the past 10 years, I have been responsible for hiring these types of freelancers. So I would pay them this kind of money and I'm only one client, right? You have 10 clients each paying you $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 and you could scale that beyond that, right? And all it takes is is choosing a niche, right? You could say, I'm going after dentists, okay? I'm going to own dentists in my neighborhood and you, you go out and you... Tap into all the dentists. Guaranteed they all need some improvements, right? Even if they have their own marketers, you could say, Oh, I can offer you an advice package. I'll go in and I will reshape what it is you're doing in the marketing space. You could be that person going in and providing that kind of massive value and turn that into a little bit of a payday for you. Okay, so maybe marketing's not your thing. Uh, Let's look at some other areas where you're closest to the money, right? So this would be a C-suite position, right? You could be a chief operating officer, CEO, chief marketing officer, CFO, chief financial officer, right? These people make tremendous money. And if you're part of a Fortune 500, well, now you're talking millions that you could be tapping into, Stockbrokers, they're closest to the money, right? They're dealing with this all the time. And if you're part of like a hedge fund, there's tremendous value there, right? Stockbro broker, stockbrokers could be making a ton of money, especially if you're one of the best. You're making lots. Lawyers. Uh if you're like the partner of a firm, then you could be quite successful. Now if you're exchanging time for money as a lawyer, it's not going to be as valuable, right? So you're charging like $200 an hour. Eh, I don't know. Is that really as valuable as being the partner of the firm where you have 10 other lawyers below you making I don't know, $50 an hour to start and you're pocketing the 150? That's ideally the way you want it, right? Then you're really an entrepreneur/owner of a law firm so those are a few ideas you could throw in doctors as well because uh, the government's issuing tons of money for doctors at least in canada and then u.s if you're like a doctor in the u.s well you could be charging an arm and a leg no pun intended to be making tons of money okay another one for offering tremendous value owner of a high volume low priced offering that could be like you have, an, you have a series of books that you've created as an author. Well, you could do a little bit of a, an author business or author empire where you're selling these low-priced books, like ebooks and you can push this to a high volume. Uh, ideally i mean this is a tough one but you really have to treat this like a business you can't just be an author here you you really have to take it seriously uh and you have to say i'm the owner of all these books right Uh, another one on the other opposite end uh, you could be looking at low volume high priced right so maybe you're a fine art collector there's an example have all this fine art or maybe you're an artist and you've created fine art right so you're you're the owner of these pieces of art that you've created and you're trying to build a story around it and you're selling thousands and thousands of dollars for just one piece of art right that's where there's value so okay those are some ideas there's a lot of uh examples okay of basically giving a bit of a a bigger picture around what is massive value. I don't think a lot of people are giving enough examples of what you could do uh, and also what you need to do to figure this out. So first of all, putting all these examples aside, you need to start by finding a problem that you really want to solve, okay? You need to find a problem that you want to solve. The best problems are those you're personally dealing with. right? So if you're going through terrible situations, that actually could be an opportunity to provide massive value as you're going through whatever struggle. Okay? An example is you're bankrupt. You don't have any money. There's no money in your bank, bank account. You you can't afford your next mortgage. And your journey is to figure out how to save the next penny, the next dollar, the next $100. You're, you're struggling with this, and it's a massive problem. And you don't want to ever go through this ever again. So you've decided, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to figure out what I have to do. Step by step, I'm going to document this. And then once I've solved it, I'm going to share this journey with the world to help others avoid a financial budgeting situation that I'm in, etc. Not not me, but just as an example. Um, and perhaps you share this progress through YouTube, on a blog, what have you. It doesn't matter which platform, but you get the point. You... You find out the biggest problem you're solving here that you're trying to solve. You solve it and then you tell people exactly what you did. Step one, I found a job. Step two, I invested the money in a savings account. Step four, I invested in stocks, mutual funds, bonds, treasuries, all of that. Step seven, step eight, step nine, step ten, I built a business telling people about finances. You know, so. That's what you could do, tell people exactly what you did, and then eventually people will start wanting to pay you. They're going to want to go to your seminars to learn what you've learned, and now you become the Tony Robbins of financial success, and now people will want to pay you. It's just an example. You're now officially uh, an influencer in the finance market, and I have... I have crowned you an influencer. There you go. Now, this isn't just easy to have that successful YouTube channel in a day, right? The thing is, YouTube channel, I consider YouTube social media. It's one platform. You can't just say, "Mm, I'm running a YouTube business. No, no, no. You've got to think bigger than that. There's other channels. You could be making money through Instagram, through TikTok, through... Through coaching, consulting, it, there has to be more. There has to be ownership of a full package if you're going down this road. It'll make your life way easier and much more fun rather than saying YouTube is the only thing I'm going to survive off of. It's too much pressure. Um, a lot of people burn. I'm not saying everyone burns, but it's more likely than not that they will. So, you need to have a little bit more of a problem that you're solving, right? Starting a YouTube channel is not solving a problem. It's just a creative endeavor. What is the problem you're solving? That's what you have to think about. And that's the kind of information or service or product you have to provide with the world. So next thing is you have to look at your skills, okay? What skills do you have right now? Is there anything there that you can sell? Is there anything there that you can monetize? Do you know anything about sales, marketing, leadership, something creative? Are you wildly talented at something? Are you a natural, like Tiger Woods and golf? You have to find that and get really amazing at it. And I'm talking, well, top 1% in the world then people will pay you by the boatload okay so maybe you're not top one percent right away but you need to be top one percent in your neighborhood and you need to find that first customer that person who will pay you by the boatload who will recommend you to the next five people 10 people 15 you need to have it so that what you're about to offer is something shareable that people will will, will spread your your knowledge to others because they they know they know like oh that person would be very useful so it's like who are these people that you're trying to find well if it's like a high ticket item that you're dealing with you need to look for the ferraris okay there are neighborhoods of wealthy people with ferraris they're all over from Bel Air down in California uh, to New York, pretty much everywhere in New York these days, there are neighborhoods of wealthy people with Ferraris. They'll tell you, if you ask them for advice, and there's a lot of videos out there showing, these people who are living in these mansions and uh these interviewers are talking to them and it's like how did you make all your money and and you have this these people watching these videos and and it's like they're so far off from reality that they they think that any of the information that they get from it will be useful but they're so far from it that it's really not useful at all uh the the advice is all very general right they'll tell you these these wealthy people will tell you to choose a field and master it right that's likely not going to get you there because it's only going to get you maybe a a well-paying job which is maybe what people want okay fine and a lot of these wealthy people will hire you and you'll become their slave it's not necessarily the best thing right You want to be able to provide massive value so you, in exchange, will get a ton of money. So these people, these wealthy people in their mansions, they come from all walks of life. It doesn't matter who you walk up to. They have all different types of backgrounds, from the artists to the real estate developers to the architects to the doctors to the salespeople to the lawyers. It doesn't matter what other people do. Or a living. I just gave you all of these examples, which I'm also going to tell you to, I don't know, throw them out the window, because none of it really matters. What really matters is, what are you personally going to do to offer massive value? It could be something wildly different than whatever I've suggested here, right? You really have to sit with yourself and say, What is massive value from my perspective? What is massive value that I can actually deliver realistically? And it will be different from that guy in the mansion, that guy in the mansion, that guy in the mansion. They all have different walks of life, different paths to the end goal. So you can't really take what they say with any level of seriousness. You can certainly use it as inspiration but uh, just because that person's in a, a lawyer oh hey, now i'm going to just change everything and be a lawyer and follow exactly in that person's footsteps not if you're not interested in that area you have to be passionate about that pursuit you need to actually love what it is you're doing here uh how are you going to provide massive value if you don't enjoy providing it right you have to love selling yachts you have to love selling houses otherwise you will not be the best and you will not be successful you have to love it the passion has to be there the skill certainly has to be there but you can learn it right so maybe you don't have the skill in the area but you have a burning desire to learn then you can push through any barriers or obstacles there right but you have to say, well, is someone really gonna wanna pay for this? Is someone really gonna wanna pay for my for my cat toques, right? Oh, I created this toque for cats and is it good enough? Are people really actually gonna wanna pay for it? Is it providing massive value? Something different, something unique. Um, so there's some time involved in reflecting on this and I certainly don't have all the answers. That's why I'm asking this question. That's why the title of this is, What is Massive Value? Because you see all these millionaires who are like, offer massive value. What is that? Well, I've listed a bunch of ideas here. Maybe some of these resonate with you. I don't know. And that's really it. That's all I can say. Hope that helps. Until next time, bye.